crazy. Start the show. It's very late. Well, Sean's not here, so it won't go that long. Yeah, and I even though we had a two week break, I still only watched one movie. So yeah, I only watched one movie too. <laughs> I watched more than that. But I Gogs, what is your what is your cup and your shirt say? Oh, it's family. You watched one for coffee. This is Gog's <laughs> vacation that. week, so you watched the same things you watch every vacation. Well, you must have watched that. A, is correct. A, you must you must have watched a movie in the cinema because you you sent me that long rant about Mamiya Mamumos. No, no, I did not. I so oh, you fun, okay. We'll, we'll get into it. Let's well, get into the show. podcast. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. Movie the podcast. We're back, full speed, full steam, and we are going to talk. We're about not even. Cl- we're we're down. We're down. We're down man. a whole man, but the steam is still here. Three quarters, <laughs> full steam. Yeah. Three quarters beef. We're down a whole beef, ass man. Steam. Whole ass uh, man is gone. And this week, speaking of foodstuffs, we watched a paprika, and we're going to talk about it. And <laughs> but real quick, is, let's find smoked, out. Smoked peppers, right? That's what paprika I think is. Like a, I think if you take actual bell peppers and like. Get them dry and grind. I them. use oh, it in I food think. all the time. Yeah, big and barbecue. Big and barbecue. Paprika all the time. is like the perfect thing to just put on chicken. Paprika, yeah. It's dry, so what's the ground so what's, red. What's peppers. the difference between paprika and there is like a like I have like a red pepper like a uh, ground red so, pepper. So that's like spicy. Oh, okay. This is just paprika this is just, paprika's just boring red peppers. Like, yeah. but but like red pepper flake is like seasoned red peppers. It's that like, like dry. It's like, no, like chilies. Yeah, like, uh, this is like the boring like red peppers you dice up for like uh cheesesteak. Oh, yeah. okay. Like just take, red, yeah. yellow, green pepper. You take a red bell pepper, dry it up, and pepper, mash into it. a pow- mash into a powder. Okay, but. Yeah, I put uh, I put bell peppers in my chili, but I I, I can't ever determine determine if they actually add any flavor. Dude, no, I actually they a don't. roasted a a roasted bell pepper is like yeah. real good on a sandwich, like real anyway. good and good in the sauce. <laughs> I'd rather roasted chilies or hash or something like that. Well, it's true. You can have, but you, you like both. especially on like a cheese steak. Like, I don't like roasted like like a bell not bell. Uh, not banana. What's the uh, like, like, like like the banana peppers? Like the or like the cherry peppers. The yeah, cherry, yeah, like, like cherry peppers are good. Yeah, well, yeah. those are like pickled, and those have like a little. Yeah. I'm saying like I put put roasted red peppers on an Italian hoagie. I'm telling you, not even a big fan of like the roasted red peppers. I don't. I, the thing is the texture more than the. It's, I, it's I like, slimy. I like it's a little slimy. Yeah, it's the texture like more it. than the flavor. I can't. Can't do it. Welcome to Foodie the Podcast. Foodie the Podcast. It's the Fat Boys Podcast. Yeah, now that Sean's gone, the, the cats yeah. can play. The, the, Wait, Andrew Tate, the Andrew Tate of our show is gone. So now the Fat Boys are here. The yeah. Fat Boys reign. Our alpha, who's wanted for Romanian sex crimes, is not here. So we're, let's not uh, put that on Sean. We, we can just stop. With, we can. Just I said he's Andrew. not wanted for Romanian <laughs> oh, sex crimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but to answer your previous question and get back to movie the podcast. That's right, movie the podcast. Uh, I was talking about Maria Mamumos because I caught her on a Shell gas station TV. Pause, pause, real quick. I know, like we live in like a cyberpunk dystopia that really fucking sucks. Like we just do, we do. I think nothing points that out more than the guy that was like, "I know, I need to put TV ads in your fucking gas station." Like it was like it was like cheddar news. It was it was Maria Mamumos. 
Yeah, and it was, she was here with pickle news, and they're just talking <laughs> about like weird so headlines. Like, are giraffes all gonna be gay? <laughs> You're right. It's those that's, a hell, of a, that's a hell of a it's, headline. It's, it's yeah. those weird like listicle articles that like your yeah, your it's like, boomer a, it's like a Buzzfeed post. got programmed into like a, a replicant. Like that's all you would get. It, it oh really hell is, yeah, though, like, that sounds like that sounds amazing. <laughs> it is the most like Buzzfeed that I don't have to read. But I mean, there is no difference between that and like Blade Runner future, except it's just lame as shit. Like we got yeah. all, you know how I'm like Blade Runner 2049, there's that scene where Kay is just walking down the street and there's all that like projection advertisements, very cyberpunk. But we got that. Like you walk down, you don't even go, go to like a run of mills mall and they have all these big projectors with like shitty ads like like big screen TVs I mean they're doing it like, now in traffic like you'll you'll yeah. see those projector <laughs> trucks that are just showing you ads oh, in traffic like it's like we're right we're here like it's less neon it's like, and rainy i would like it to be cool. those yeah and it's not like sex shops it's like dawn soap no yeah that, and they have like a new like i legit saw this the other day dawn you know that fucking lid that ketchup has had for 55 years now that that has yes. like the flat lid that you can just squeeze down you know mm-hmm. everyone know what i'm talking about well, Dawn has innovated that now for soap. Unbelievable. Like, th- that's their big innovation. Like, oh my God. Unbelievable. Like, <laughs> you would not, on the flip top for soap. You would not <laughs> believe the push they have made at that at the stores. <laughs> like they look. sent they sent like displays of it. They sent like directions. Or not directions, but like in like uh information packets about it, like talking points. Like, 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 like you squeezing would think, the soap was so hard to begin with. You would think that, like, they—I I don't even know how to like what to compare uh, it to. Like, like somebody's like we we you know what I was dabbling with the <laughs> idea that we should make a movie the podcast TikTok because I love TikTok so much. But I have this oh, idea yeah. now of like somebody's like the, the the directions for the soap and they get the like the capped soap and they're like, what the. Fuck! <laughs> like, what the fuck am I? Like, are they like? Do they give out like like elevator pitches and talking points for you guys to make on the end caps? Like, what are we doing? No, but they'll they'll like because I guess they're anticipating like people complaining because they're this is not in addition to the Dawn bottles. This is replacing them, and uh, some people will complain. So they sent these like talking points. Oh but like God. I don't I think they're can overestimating how the much fucking, people care. Can you imagine being the copywriter for Dawn that has to write that stupid bullshit? Like, can you I imagine being the customer the customer that's gonna complain about it? Because I'm sure there are oh, they're gonna the be. whole reason that they had to come up with that. Yeah, can you dude, imagine they're... being that like Yeah absurd? Yeah, and well, ridiculous. That's why I buy good old Ajax or whatever the, che- <laughs> the cheapest, the cheapest fucking soap. I forget. I think it's Ajax. Anyway, uh, I, I'm sorry. We haven't talked in like two weeks, so that's why we're just we're just chatting about all kinds of stuff. You guys just, get a, a, real, a real real potpourri of movie the podcast. This today. is what it's like in real life, hanging out with the cast of movie yeah. the podcast. It, it really is, to be honest. Like. Uh, yeah, we could do like a live stream, and you'd be like, "This is exactly how they talk on the show." Yeah. This is super boring. This is yeah, bad yeah it's it's actually there's a lot more just dead silence or us going. Huh. There's a lot of just huh. <laughs> a lot of just one chuckle laughs. Yeah, we're like you know we make a little joke and we're like. Huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> what doesn't what doesn't translate well is when we like look at the screen, look at each other, then point at the screen and raise oh, our yeah. eyebrows. Like I, I still like one of my favorite friend moments, uh possibly ever, and, and it's exactly what Gogs is talking about, was when all I think I believe all of us saw Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. And oh, I did not. I was not you weren't there. in there? I thought no. you were for some reason. I think it was uh, you guys. You went ahead like I don't know. It was you three. It was me and and uh, my girlfriend at the time. Um, and I remember ten minutes into the movie, like I just happened to look at Sean, and he was like three people down from me, and he literally just looked at me with this stone face and just did two big thumbs down. <laughs> It was the funniest goddamn thing, and he was right. To be, he was fair. very accurate. Yeah, he nailed it. Oh my god, Batman! You know what though? We talk about that movie so much. That movie has clearly made a very big impact on us in our lives. I mean, in a I weird mean, way. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, say what you will. I think about it, that it movie. has evoked it evoked emotion. Yeah. I think about that movie all the time, and I hate it. <laughs> but yeah. anyway. Uh, all right, let's get into what we watched this uh, the last two weeks. Uh, Vacation Boy Gogs, you go first. Uh, Alec called it right off the bat. I'll just run down the list. Uh, of oh, the I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna please, ooh, ooh, here we go. Oh, I watched okay. four. I watched four movies, Alec. Okay, Jaws. Yes. Nice. Uh, Animal House. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. Um, if you get all, if you get the, the next one. Ghostbusters? Incorrect. Good ah. guess, bro. Good guess. I'll give you I'll give you two more guesses. Uh Caddyshack? No. Ah. I don't know. I'm gonna I can't win now anyway. So The Big Lebowski and Ooh, uh, that was a good one. And my cousin Vinny. Uh, I should have known the Big Lebowski. Your father in law posted something about that. Mm-hmm. I should have should have got that one. But all those, all four movies back to back to back to back bangers. Um, see previous yeah, years of Cogs coming back go, on vacation. You can't go wrong with any of those movies. Nope. Uh, I, I feel like I did pick up on something on Jaws. I think you always pick up on something on Jaws, but it is it escapes me, and it's still probably maybe the hmm. best movie ever made. It's um, so good. They uh, they just or maybe it already happened. I I was I can't remember what movie I was in, but they were re-releasing it in theaters again for some good. reason. I forget every why. year. Oh, they're gonna do that uh, CGI shark. God, I am just like it's gonna happen, right? Like I can't believe it hasn't happened already. Like maybe it has to take Spielberg dying first or something, but like they're gonna does remake he, it. Does he have like enough clout and money that he could have like bought the rights to all his properties back? Maybe not all of them, but probably Jaws. Like he's, he's probably got one of them. But, like yeah. whoever he like twentieth century Fox or because you got to think too, like on top of Steven Spielberg being, you know, fucking Steven Spielberg, he produces a lot of movies. Like he produced all the Transformers yeah. movies. So like that alone, like, can you imagine how much money he made off the fucking Transformers movies? And I, I speaking of money, uh, speaking of money, and again, this is our potpourri episode, so enjoy. Uh, I texted, the, I, I text, I texted this to you guys, but I still can't get over this because I saw an interview with Russell Crowe. <laughs> and he, I just, I get, can't imagine this, but he was, so when they were making Lord of the Rings, right, it was New Line Cinema, it was kind of their, like, last ditch effort as a studio. That's and, a hell of a final swing. Yeah. And so, so, 
you know, they already threw out the idea that they were going to make all three movies at once. It was a it was a big budget. I forget the budget for them at the time, but it was still pretty big. But they didn't really have any like stars in the movie. So they offered it to Russell. They offered the uh, Strider uh, Aragon. I always forget his other name. Aragorn. Aragorn. Aragorn excuse me. Uh, they they offered that role to Russell Crowe, and then Russell Crowe would be like the biggest name in the movie, and he turned it down. Now they offered him lower than his usual rate, but they they offered him like points on the back end, is what they say. So he would have gotten like I think ten percent of like the entire growth worldwide gross of the movie. And I like the article I read or the article I read after this interview did the math and he would have made something like $260 million. (laughs) (laughs) He turned it down. What did he turn it down for? Was it for Gladiator? No, he had already done Gladiator by then. Gladiator was 99. So that it was, this was like coming off the heels of Gladiator. So this was him at his like hottest. So like he probably turned it down to do, I don't remember, like Cinderella Man or something. But it doesn't matter. He would have made no. I mean, a, a billion dollars, two hundred and fifty million dollars, or something insane. And he's like, "Nah, I gotta stick with my rate." <laughs> like, the first one, the first one came out in what two thousand one. Yeah, I believe like so. That. Yeah. So, so you yeah, gotta figure a beautiful so you figure, mind. Yeah, and you also or, gotta figure like like uh, a beautiful go- mind came out in two thousand one. Master and Commander came out in two thousand three. Both good movies. Yeah, I, I'd like Probably. to rewatch Master and Commander at some point. I remember I re- liking that. I really like Master and Commander. I had a also, weird fun. Uh, fun fact: Master and Commander is where the fucking uh, QAnon people get that. Where we go, one where we go all. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's where you get hold fast written across your knuckles. Uh, yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, you know what? Hot take: uh, Beautiful Mind is probably the only good Ron Howard movie. I. I will I'd always defend really, Apollo 13. Yeah, it's fine. I'd have to look at all his... I know it's not Solo. I enjoyed that movie that we watched, that racing movie, but it wasn't great. It was oh, Rush. Nicky Lauda. Good. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was good. It wasn't... It's like all his movies. Like I don't think anything he's made is like horrible. It's just, he's fine. We he's made like... that one that, that 13 Lives that keeps getting pushed on me through all the streaming services. Oh, that the Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, it's about like it's like that that soccer team or whatever they got caught in that cave. Pass, pass. Uh, Is is there a scene where Elon Musk tweets about that guy being like a pedophile or whatever? That's what I want to see. Remember that? I do. (laughs) What a dickhead. (laughs) All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. We're way off topic. Anything else? You? I know you watch other stuff, guys. I'm dying to talk to you about the one thing you watched. Sexy beast. No. No, but yes, sexy beast. No, I was talking about prey, but it's okay. Beast. Okay, fine. I did. Yeah, I, I I did watch sexy beast uh, for the show. Yeah, I was not. What on... did you think of that? I I, I loved just... it. I I yeah, really okay. really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, wonderfully shot, wonderfully acted. Uh, I love the story. Um, uh, the guy, uh, uh, Ray, uh, Ra- what's his name? Ray Winstone. Ray Winstone. He's wonderful in it. Uh, and now I can't think of the gentleman who played Gandhi's name, but ben he's great. Kingsley. Ben, ben Kingsley. Kingsley. Sir Two, Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley. Uh, both of those actors, uh, everything was wonderful. Uh, big fan of Sexy Beast. Uh, I'm going to give it actually a nine 
Wow. Wow. Official scores this year. Wow. Um, I think that's higher than anybody. I think, well, no, Sean gave it a 10, right? I think I gave it an eight. Yeah, I think Sean gave, gave it a 10. Alec, you gave it like a six or a seven, I think. I think I gave it a six. Mm. You ended up liking it more than I expected. I was. I liked it more than I expected. I still didn't like it, like it, though. I still, like, your, your perspective on that is fascinating to me because the stuff that you didn't like is what I like the most. You know what I mean? Like the Ben Kingsley stuff. I, it worked so well for me. I just thought, I just, just, he, I thought he was just such a force of nature in that movie. It's um, such a, it's, I'm glad you liked it, though, Gogs. It's a, it's a cool movie. Um, and, and then, yes, I also watched Hulu's original Prey. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it because I talked about it last episode. Um, I feel like I like this a lot more than you did. I I, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm kind of, su- after watching it, I was honestly surprised. Not only how much I liked the movie, but I thought you would like it more. Because I, I thought it was like, I mean, it's not like a perfect movie, but like, I don't know. We talk about this a million times on the show. But I think like the best kind of movie is like a simple story well told, and that describes this movie. Like I as feel far like as a predator movie is concerned, yeah, it's 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 a very like straightforward. So here's what's weird about my opinion on that movie: I don't hate it, but it's still my least favorite predator movie, and I think it's beautifully shot. And the young lady who plays what's her name Thunder, um, uh, Mid Mid Thunder, Danielle Mid Thunder. I thought she was. I don't awesome. think her name is Danielle. It's not Danielle. I'm You're sorry. getting her confused with the the new mutant character, <laughs> Danielle Moonstar. Yeah, oh, but anyway, well, okay, uh, Amber. I Amber Midthunder. I also, she uh, she is fascinating. She literally is like I was telling this to Alec over the weekend. She is like every race. Um, like her family tree is like absolutely insane. Like her. Her her father is like Native American, but her grandfather is like Chilean and poor. Like she's got her like her whole family tree is crazy. She's like every race known to man. It's wonderful. Oh, she's like a Cliff Curtis. Yeah, um, yeah, no, he just plays every race. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Cliff Curtis is just he's, one race. He's just, he's he's just two. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a he's a Kiwi, I think. Right? Like, well, isn't he? he from, a Kiwi is just a term for someone from Australia. No, he's from no, he's from New no, Zealand. Kiwi. I'm New sorry, New Zealand. Zealand. Excuse me. Yeah, he's from New Zealand. But I thought I think he's Maori. Maori. Oh, okay. Maori. Well, Maori. But he, anyway. But anyway, go ahead, guys. Uh, I but I, I liked Prey. I don't know. I think the thing there's something about like. I didn't dig the predator in it, which was like a weird complaint, but I just didn't, I don't know. There's something about it. I just did not care for. I, I find it, it. I find that just a bit like, I, I, it's, you know, your opinion's valid and whatever, but I just, I don't know. I don't, it, it's fine. Like also look up, Google it and it's going to make you really frustrated. Like it made me, sure. but they made a fully articulated face, like mm-hmm. a mask with a face that like the things move the little, his little teeth. It looks so much better and then they went in and like I guess it didn't work during screen whatever. testing, and they like CGI'd it over. But like you look at it in motion, like it looks so good. Like why you did, why didn't you just keep it? But, yeah, Gogs, did you like the TikTok I sent with the Predator Mad Libs? I really ideas? love I love that pitch. Like I kind of really want to see the Samurai movie now. Yeah, Sean um, Sean said that on the show two weeks ago, so everybody's just ripping him off. God yeah, damn. just Sean. keep making Predator movies. In different time periods with like 
It's like awesome different uh backgrounds. It's like so we did Spawn. Didn't Spawn do that in like the yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. early he 2010s did. or something? There was all but that was mostly to sell toys, like new spawn toys. So uh something I found kind of interesting, because I thought he was really good in the movie. The uh the 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 guy that plays Naru's brother. It's his, his first movie. First acting role. I thought he yeah. was great. He was great in it too. Like I'm saying. There's great performances in it. There was just something about the Predator that I just did not. I just didn't like of yeah. all of the of all the mainline Predator movies, Predator, Predator know. Two, Predators, and the Predator. I still like I like this one the least, but it doesn't mean it's bad. It's like a, I I probably I I should revisit it, but it's like a seven. Like I fucking love. Oh, you, we all know high. how I feel about Predator Two. Yeah, uh, I I don't have the love for Predator Two that you do. I mean, but I I do like in Predator like in the same same way I like in this movie. Like I like the end resolution where she like outsmarted him, and also like I enjoyed the fact that they they did a good job explaining her character where she's like she's she is smart and she's no she's, she's a fully you know what I mean she, she is uh, what's the word I'm looking for like she's she's innovative yeah, yeah. And she's resourceful so like I enjoyed. The like cat and mouse game. There's a little bit of reincorporation from the beginning of the movie that they use that I really liked. Like I said it a couple weeks ago when we did the or the last, I should say the last episode. But like it, it's so refreshing to see like actual filmmaking techniques used because we see so many movies that's just like, oh, they introduced this and then it's just Gone. Yeah, and I feel like you most know? of that movie was shot with natural light, or it looks like it was shot with natural. I think they light. they did a good job of making it look like it, but yeah, like it would be it, neat it, if they went like full, if they had more of a budget and they they made it the fucking revenant, you know? Like, I mean, it's hands down the prettiest Predator movie you will see. I really um, liked it. I'm hoping they make more. Like whoever, like the, it was uh, what's his name, the guy that the made, guy did uh, Ten Cloverfield, Cloverfield Lane. Lane. So I don't know. No. I was it was a very I was shocked at how much I liked it. Like I didn't think it had. I'm any surprised right. that I'm surprised that you liked it as much as you did. So when after I, I watched it, I was like, I don't think TJ is gonna dig. I this. fucking loved it. I thought well, it was great. It's one of the best like action movies I've seen like in a long time. Also, like I was reading, I can't think of the guy's name now, but his original pitch was that, and I wish they did this, but you know, I always want this kind of shit. You know, I'm the guy that got mad that they showed Spider Man in the Civil War trailer. He wanted to pr- completely promote the movie as not a predator movie. That's why it's called prey. Like he wanted it just to be like a predator would be a surprise. I'm like, man, that would have been fucking awesome. That would have been wild. But then that again, been... I probably wouldn't have watched it. Like I would, well, you like, would have heard, you would have heard the spoiler yeah. and then you would have gone to see it. But I always want to be like, like weird me. I always want to be surprised when I see a well, movie. Just, I'm, I guess I'm tired of trailers telling me everything about a fucking movie. Give, give the predator license to Ubisoft and let them make it like Assassin's Creed every year with a different era. Well, apparently, and I didn't watch. I I don't remember. I guess, I guess I didn't watch it. Apparently, there's like drawings during the credit sequence that hints at a sequel, where like the predators come down and like wipe out her whole tribe. But I well, that I would haven't... explain how they got the pistol back for Predator Two. Yeah, yeah. I will die on that hill. Um, and then the only other thing I watch, I just want to talk about it briefly. And I think you guys, I don't ever watch TV or TV shows. So when I can make a recommendation, it is few and far between. But I think you guys would probably both dig it. Is that show Shorzy on Hulu? Yeah, you've been you've been really uh, chomping at the bit on that one. Oh, it's it's only six episodes. It's and... um, it's it's the gentleman. 
I never really got the Letterkenny spinoff, isn't it? Yeah, like I never, like I like Letterkenny. Like I've watched the episodes, I've watched, I've enjoyed, but I never, like I wasn't like hardcore into it. I've never seen Letterkenny, but you said that Apple from Turbo Kid is in this. Apple from Turbo Kids in it as herself, as uh, yeah, it's and it's like I don't know. This really got me like right from the get go, and it's about like a goon hockey player in this small town in in Canada, and like they're sort of like local four team uh division. And just, I don't know, it's, it's, I thought it was like snappy and smart. And I was, I was laughing at it. It's one of the funnier TV shows I've seen in a long time. So, uh, and it's only, like I said, it's only six episodes. Did um, you watch the rehearsal yet? I have started watching the rehearsal yet. That, that shows that is, wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that uh, the one you said isn't good, but like the rehearsal is like one of the best things I've ever seen. It's well, the rehearsal's like insane though. The rehearsal's like, it makes you start thinking like what's real. And that's, that's a hell of a thing for a comedy show. Yeah. Kind of ties into the, this week's episode. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, that little, anything else, Goggs? No, that's it. You can tell we have so much energy to talk to each other. It's great. Oh, my God. It's not like usual weeks where we're like, oh, God, these guys. Shut the fuck up. All right, pass the mic, guys. Uh, I passed the mic down. Uh, I only watched one movie. One thing. Um, real quick before I get into that, Ron Howard's best movie he's directed is Gum-Ho. Oh, yeah. I forgot he directed that. I, uh, he also directed agreed. Splash, Cocoon, Willow, Backdraft. Oh, Willow might be All my the- pick. I love Backdraft. Have you watched Willow? It's terrible. It's really I just bad. watched it within the last year. Yeah, they have a Disney Plus is making a show or a new movie or something. Yeah. No, thank you. Oh, Willow. No, um, <laughs> backdraft slaps, though. <laughs> Alec, when, when they do the show, can you do like the, the credit bump where you're like, oh, Willow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willow. Um, the movie I watch is... Uh, Kevin Hart, Will Ferrell vehicle, get hard. Oh, well, he's oh. going to go to prison? Yeah, Will Ferrell's going to go to prison for, like, insider trading, and he hires Kevin Hart to be, like, his prison coach, how he can survive prison. But he just hires him because he's black, right? It's not because he's been to prison? He doesn't... He assumes he's been to prison because he's black. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And there was like a... So he hires him just pretty much, yeah, solely because he's black. Because he assumes all black people have been to prison. Because you want to, if you want to get tough, you want to hire the guy that's like four foot tall. <laughs> like, well, if he survived prison, he's got to be. That's tough. That's a good point. What's that now? Off topic. What is that comedy? Is it called "Let's Go to Jail"? Let's go with, to prison. Uh, Michael Shannon. Uh, you know what I'm talking about with, and with uh, Shannon. Shay, no, with um, with Shy. No, I can never think of the guy's name. Shy. Something the. The gentleman from the the and it's like Will Will Arnett. It's Will Arnett. It's Let's yeah, Go to Prison, and they're making the to- yeah. and Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard. Yeah, that, that movie is pretty goddamn funny. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I'll have to look that up. Really? That's the I, one where Dak Shepard is like Dak Shepard got like wronged by Will Arnett outside, and then when they're yes. inside, he like hires Dak Shepard to be his like protector, but Dak Shepard keeps setting him up to get like stabbed to death. Huh? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um. This one was this movie is pretty funny. It's not like the best thing I've ever seen. It's not one of Will Ferrell's better movies, but uh, it's enjoyable. I really like. I've watched a bunch of Kevin Hart movies in the past couple of years, and like I really like Kevin Hart. Like he's really funny. He is. He's very. Uh, funny. A lot of people think he. I, I don't know if he's think he's overrated or he's overexposed, or like I think he's really. He's a really funny guy, and he knows exactly what to like. Lean into. 
Yeah, he's funny. The two seconds he's in a 40-year-old version are very funny. Yeah, those are great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you fuck bitches to the ass. <laughs> Rolling 40s. Um, he has a show on Netflix. It was a limited series. I can't remember what it was called. But it's, like, serious, and it was really good. It's got him and Wesley Snipes and Billy Zane. And... It's, not that, uh, it's not that thing that was on Quibi, was it? The... No, that's that wasn't bad. But I bet you that would not have been good if it was feature length episodes. Each episode was like four minutes long. Al, you saw the movie with him and The Rock, the 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 CIA movie. Was it? Yeah, Central Intelligence. Yeah, that was good. I liked him in that. Yeah. I liked him in when I recently went back to Jumanji. I liked him a lot in Jumanji. He's funny as hell in that movie. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He's a. I really like him a lot. Uh, this movie is really funny. Um, Coach is in it. Coach plays. Uh, the okay, the most unbelievable family dynamic family dynamics of all time. Coach is his father in law or future father in law. The daughter that he's about to marry is Allison Bree, which like none of this makes oh. any sense. Will Farrell's like, about to marry Allison Bree? Yes. And that's like <laughs> six years ago, Allison yeah, Bree, Bree, right? Bree is like twenty two years younger than him, but yeah, whatever. It's cool. Yeah, and like and even though they set her up, they set it up like she's money hungry, and that's why she's with him because he's like a really successful banker. Her dad is his boss. Her dad's an even more successful banker. Oh, she could find weird. somebody her own age who's like, but regardless. Um, but I liked it. It was it was it was pretty good. Not great, but uh, pretty good. Um, that was it. I finished Paper Girls, and I loved it. I thought it was so good. Gotta watch. Um, I have to watch it. Yeah, it's only eight episodes, and I think the long the first one was the longest, and it was like forty minutes long. How well? How much did you read of the comic? I think I asked you. I read the first couple of trades. I think you let whatever you let me borrow. So probably whatever you had. I gave you like. I think I gave you the whole series. I barely, I barely remember like the plot. Yeah, I remember like the very loosest. It kind of goes all over the place too. So. And like this kind of goes all over the place, and it's it's really neat though, and it looks <clears throat> it looks good. Um, I'll have the to effects check are pretty good. Uh, grandfather is played by Jason Manzukas. Hell, you are sold. I like he's. I love that guy. He's so yeah, good. He's in everything. awesome. I love him. Um, oh, the other the other thing I, I watched the first episode of uh, She Hulk, and I really liked that too. Yeah, I've heard good things. I need to watch it. Is yeah, that was, coming out like weekly, or is that all dropped all at once? Uh, weekly. Well, the first episodes, the first episodes, really good. Oh, the uh, IMDb score for She Hulk has gone down half a point since I last looked. Yeah, and it just keeps going down because it's it's about a woman. Because God, because anytime you and we we could have talked about this, this was prey too. Anytime hey. you feature, anytime you feature a woman, it's it's filling an agenda for some fucking reason because. God forbid you have a character that's not a white male. Like, Jesus Christ, get over yourselves already. They just don't yeah. want to be replaced in cinema. They don't yeah. want a green female lead. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, anyway. Uh, anything else, Alec? Nope. TJ. I, uh, I watched one thing uh, hmm. that's fucking excellent. Um I, I said it once and I'll say it again. Fucking Shudder is turning into like the new A24. I watched another Shudder original. I don't know. 
So there's a difference between the Shutter Channel and like Shutter Studios because sometimes they release things uh, theatrically that don't show up on their their like app or whatever their channel, whatever you want to call it. Immediately, I watched a movie called Watcher. Um, it's starring I forget her name. Uh, I want to say it's Michaela Monroe. She was the lead in um, in It Follows. Mm. Um, she's great. Uh, but it's a pretty simple movie. It's about her. She moves to um, Romania, I think it is, uh, with her with her with her boyfriend, and they live in this this weird old apartment. And she just notices that someone across the way is staring at her. And it turns into this kind of psychological slow burn like horror movie. And the movie does a great job. And this this really just scratches an itch for me because I always like the um I've if you go back and listen to any critique I have a horror movie, I always kind of like the uh, the when a movie kind of plays around with the idea of, well, is the narrator create like is it is it in the narrator's head or is it not? You know what I mean? I, I hate when movies make it like painfully obvious, like what's going on. This movie does a great job at building tension. Um, it looks incredible. Uh, the It's shot so well. Um, everything is done in these kind of dead, zoned out, kind of washed out colors, like lots of of empty space in the frame. So in, in this, and it's kind of funny because she was in it's, It Follows too, uh, that did the same thing. But there's a lot of there's a lot of dead space in the frame. So it kind of always makes you feel like there's something always about to like be off frame. That's going to come in for like, it's, it's, it's a very, very clever movie. Uh, it's made very well. Um, her performance is fantastic. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but there's a lot of twists and turns. Um, the guy, I never remember his fucking name, but he is in, he was he was in a Doctor Who spinoff show called Torchwood. He's a very Torchwood. strange looking man. He was in um he was in that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they make Charlie think he's a genius. Uh, uh, he was he was in uh, Pacific Rim. He was one of the scientists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You're I talking cannot about. think of his name, but he's in this is movie. The, was he the guy from a Game of Thrones that uh was he in Game of Thrones? Um. Christ, I can't remember all the shit. He killed uh, Jon Snow's commander when they went across the wall, and then he started, he him and his Carl, group started raping everybody. He was Carl Tanner in I don't Game remember of Thrones. Him. Oh, and he was in Dark Knight Rises. I don't even remember that. His name is Burn Gorman, and he is American. That blows my fucking mind. I thought he was British like my whole life. Hey, does they, does Jon Snow end up ending him by jamming a sword through the back of his head and out his mouth? I, I literally so. don't then remember. Then that is yeah, that's the same guy. I feel like I forgot more about Game of Thrones than I remember. Also, did either one of you watch that fucking show that started yesterday? Or the House I, of Dragon, no. or whatever. Got I really good like, reviews, but I don't care about it in the least. I have like no interest in going and dipping my toes back in Game of Thrones. But anyway. Like um, we know, we know how it ends already. It's a prequel. Well, this is like this is like hundreds of years before. Game still, of we still know how it ends. Yeah, the Targaryens are all banished to Valeria or whatever. Yeah, like um, who cares? 
Yeah, I have a hard time. I, I really do have a hard time. You want to give me Anderson Game of Thrones again? Just give me a Jon Snow show or an Arya uh, Stark show. I think both of those are in the works. So give me one of those, too, where it follows be them care- around. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Um, but anyway, Watcher, highly recommended. It's a 9 out of 10. I absolutely loved it. Um, even, like, it, like, course corrects, too, because there's, like, a, a part towards the end where... Uh, I forgot to say that that she's like paranoid about this stalker and then interspersed with this, there is a serial killer on the loose, like in Romania or whatever. And again, like all of the like, I wouldn't say all, but 90 percent of the language is in Romani. She speaks English. She doesn't speak Romani or, or I, I apologize if it's, that's not the language, but uh, it's wild because they do such a good job of making you feel the isolation that she feels. And like, she's only getting bits and pieces of the information around her. And, and again, like it deals Kinda with, it feels like a little bit like, um, midsummer in that way. Right. A little bit actually. Yeah. That's actually a, a good comparison because there's also, you know, the husband that, or I can't remember if they're married or not, but the, the, this, the, you know, the, the boyfriend husband or whatever, he like doubts her and like, doesn't really give her, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't really at a certain points, like starts to just be like, well, you're just, you know, this is all in your head. And I, I I can't recommend this movie enough. I, I fucking loved it. This is one of those movies that's going to end up in my top 10 at the end of the year. Like I, I thought it was a fucking triumph. I, I really enjoyed it. And it's the kind of movie, like I wish they made more of, like, it's like a quiet, it's a quiet movie that's all about like the performances and and the the like craft itself like it, it there's not a lot of big set pieces there's not a lot of there's really not a lot of action but it's it's fantastic it's well, it a really like, really good like movie it's this woman's first feature length movie so she must have well she did a great job and- i mean it's it's crazy to me you know last year i i really i raved about a movie called censor and that was another first time director um, actually another another uh, lady director as well which is great um but it that that movie too like another movie that's just so confidently made and just like it's your first like swing out of the out of the box and it's like a home run like I can't wait to see what else uh, this director makes it it was it was really really good uh highly recommended um loved it if you're looking for like a slow burn suspense movie uh you're not gonna do much better than watcher it was great uh so yeah um, and that's it. That's all I watched. Gogs, what happened to Paprika? And Paprika? Because uh, I ain't describing this. Yeah, this is uh, a tough one. You know, it, it's equal parts tough and not yeah, tough. I mean, it's kind of not that tough. You can almost kind, get through it in, in like three it, sentences. It's kind of A to V. That's the thing. Like, I've watched this movie probably six times, and it's kind of simple. Like in a weird way, it's very simple. It's also, simple in like the most complex way possible. Also, y'all got gave me a hard time last week or last episode for Sexy Beast not being a heist movie. This isn't even close to a heist movie. Okay. No. That really I mean, something gets stolen, but it's not a heist movie. It's more yeah. of a noir movie. Also, if anything. I maybe this should be say no, I'm just gonna say it now. So the discourse about this movie now is that Inception is just a huge ripoff of this. I don't think so, like at all. Watching it this time, even more so. I'm like, see, I walked away from it going, oh, there's a lot of Inception here. I mean, I guess, but like to me, I don't know. I guess I mean, it I'm could the, be also a lot of Dream Warriors. It's I'm anytime like where the, you're hanging out I'm, in a dreamscape. I'm like the Nolan Mark, but like Inception is a heist movie. 
Like it's no, 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 no. Inception is a heist movie. Oh, I just meant like the dream manipulation bullshit. Like no, oh sure, Inception that... is a legit heist movie. But I feel like this. Uh, anyway, get into the plot. Okay, so here's what's up. Uh, in in Tokyo or wherever these guys are, they've got a. Uh, they came up with a hair beret that lets you go into the dreams of other friends and coworkers for the purposes of, I guess, unlocking deep well, it, repressed it's, no, trauma. It's, it's not- it's not it's they're they're literal like psychologists or whatever like they're i'm, I'm they're, being glib yes they're no, doing it's, this it's a, yeah it's for like patients like it's, they're doing it's this, to get into yeah. your brain and unpack your shit right yeah and they'll they'll be they'll unpack with you and you are we are in, we are met by the titular paprika and she is sort of a mental projection of one of these brain scientists yeah so uh then you find out that the chairman of the brain science corporation is like, I don't know, we should be doing this. And everybody's like, it's fine. And then they find out that three of these MC 49 dealies or whatever they are, three of these magical berets uh, or barrettes have been stolen. And that could mean, what could that mean? It could mean the following that you can now get your brain invaded at any time. If you've ever done this before, because now you're attuned to this sort of dream thing and this psycho terrorists for lack of a better word uh starts projecting the like a bonkers sort of parade of nonsense through people's subconscious and putting them in a comas uh or putting them in comas including one of the also the when you're you're kind of thrust into this dream you you can't decipher that you're in a dream you're basically like i don't know like sleepwalking in a weird like not sleepwalking i guess is the well, wrong i mean do word. you do you know what i mean i know when i'm in a dream afterwards but i do, are you a lucid dreamer Can, I, do you I have control the, over your dreams no no okay. not at all because i would but, love that power but i guess yeah me too but i guess that's what i'm trying to say like there is instances in this movie where people are actively in the dream acting out in the real world but they don't have any concept that they're dreaming oh you're oh yeah yeah you're right you they're, know what they're, I mean? like, like, they're like yeah you're right they're almost being puppeteered into like there's jumping there's a, over a fence or... there's a scene later in the movie when like things go totally insane and i i don't know the anime i i'm not going to stop talking to the animation in this movie i think the animation is like unbelievable it's amazing um but there's a scene where the like dream parade that you just described is in like full swing and there's this like it's like a musical. There's this row of people that are just smiling and falling off of a building, and it's oh, yeah. like fucking terrifying. Like they're all dead. Like all those people are dead. Oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it, yeah, it's fucking wild. And like the parade is like the most absurd. Like it's like the most absurd thing. I, I'll, I'll be honest. So I've never seen this movie before, right? The part where the one scientist in the very beginning, when his brain starts getting invaded, but where Paprika yeah. goes and saves him, and Paprika is like. Like she's like a dream superhero. Like she can just come through and she's got control of the situation. But like the part where he starts sputtering off the gibberish before they go to his brain, yeah. I was like, is there something wrong with the subtitles? Did like, what's watch, happening? I was gonna ask, did you like, watch none this? of this makes sense? Did you watch this dubbed or subtitled? I watched I, it subtitled. I believe there was a dubbed option that I put on the thing. So I watched it subtitled. The dub is not bad, by the way. I've watched the dub. It's they actually did quite a good job. So but it's kind of like when I return. If anybody wants to watch this on the dub, no, no shame. I'm not one of those anime purists that say you have to watch it with the subs. Like dubs are, there's a lot of very talented voice actors out there. They do a good job. It's not like it was in the fucking 80s, which most of you kids don't even fucking remember. <laughs> but dubs used to be horrible. Nowadays, dub, dubs are great. So. That's been the angry TJ minute. 
No, I, I'm just the old, the old fucking old head anime fan where I remember, like, people still hold on to that shit. They're like, dubs are terrible. It's like, watch one. They're fine. Like, they're good now. Like, they put time and effort into them now. It's not like it used to be. Mm. Where it was just like some voice actor, like, on the phone, like, yeah, yeah, Shinji, fucking punch that robot. Like, not like Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. I mean, um, basically, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so everyone's going kind of kooky dude. Oh, so, yeah, so I thought that the I thought my dub or I thought my subtitles were going bananas. I was like, "What does any of this mean?" Then I realized he's describing, you know, the insanity which is going on in his brain. So now they're on the case. So uh, I forget what Atchan is that Paprika's yeah. real life name? You can, you can, yeah, her, well, her her real name is something longer than that, but Atchan is like At At is it's short for her name, and Chan Chan is what you say. It's like a term of affection for like a, a cute girl. Ah, it's, okay. It's, it's like a friendly, it, cute girl is the wrong way to say it, but Chan li- literally means cute in Japanese. But like, mm-hmm. if you, if you had like a, if you were friendly with a girl, Chan is like an affectionate way to refer to her. Mm. It's like saying like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, say it's like babe, but like more, I don't know. It's not as, it doesn't have the same connotation. Like, like in darling? Like, what are we yeah, saying? Yeah, I guess. Or yeah, something like that. All but right. it's, it's, yeah, anyway. There, there's your lesson in Japanese. So this lady and her, uh, the husky scientists that help invent this thing, they start going off on a quest, and they eventually are joined up with an actual detective who's going through psychotherapy with Paprika, uh, who's friends with the head scientist. All of this keeps going on. They're trying to figure out who did what now. Uh, people keep going insane. One guy they think did this was just a patsy for the people that actually did it, and lo and behold, the people that actually did it are the chairman because he, him, and one of the scientists decide that, that they need to be the keeper of the dream realm. Her full name is Atsuko. So Atsuko. Yeah, that's where At comes from. So the boss and his lackey are like, we can't let technology pervade our dreams, and it seemed like they're trying to be like dream Loraxes. But well, then well, the, they go yeah. and like they go and like the one guy gets all creepy about it and pins Paprika to a table like a butterfly, and then he gets his neck invaded. Yeah, and that shit, that, that scene is that fucking shit gets wild. fucking silly. And then uh, eventually, a guy gets shot in his dream, and then he dies in real life. And then, the, like the dream world, well, it's in the real world it's start a, it's, emerging. It's important to point out because I think th- again, like I talked about this a lot with the last movie we watched, but this movie is definitely a movie that relies really heavily on its themes. Um, but the the guy that's like the ma- that you find at his mastermind is a guy in a wheelchair. Like he's he's crippled, and part of his motivation is like, well, he can be in total control of everything. When so, I was a little confused by his motivations because in one part, he sounds like he's trying to say that no one should have this power with dreams, and then by the end of the movie, he's a he's a two hundred foot tall naked shadow man who's like punched a hole through reality. He's lying. He's he's trying. He wants control for himself. He's tyrannical. Uh He's being, you know, he wants. I, I'll get into it a little bit. It, it, this movie is a lot about control, and there is a meta element to this movie, uh, pretty heavily actually. Like at the end of the movie, um, the the cop, right? Like there's a there's a through line where the detective, the actual the cop detective that's involved in the movie, he like he like doesn't like movies, and you find out it's because like he kind of dashed his creative like his creativity got kind of smashed like a long time ago and he never really followed through with it. So it's kind of traumatic for him. 
But at the end of the movie, he goes to the movies, and the movies that are showing are all Satoshi Khan movies. And there's a movie, there's three movies there. There's Tokyo Godfather's Millennium Prince, four movies. Tokyo Godfather, Millennium Princess, and Perfect Blue. All of those are uh, Shiko, uh, Shikoshi Khan movies, the guy that directed and wrote this movie. Um, there is a fourth movie called The Tomorrow Kids that Khan was in the process of making, but he died of cancer right after this movie. So a heavy, like, it, it happens a lot, especially in, in anime and manga, because a lot of times anime and manga is the vision of one person. Like, Shitoshi Khan wrote, did all the character designs and directed this movie. This is this movie is a, in a lot of ways is about him. And you can kind of extrapolate the 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 villain of this movie is a character that's like desperate to take control of his own body. And meanwhile, in real life, like he is literally dying. Like it's kind of like to me, it's like a powerful statement. Like he and then ultimately, like I think this movie is like him kind of accepting that like in a weird way like his creativity is what carries on like that's what paprika represents and anyway i'm getting too much into the meta but it i think it is important to look at what was going on in his mind and like i think that's that ties into the main the villain's motivations like i think there's there's definitely an a to b comparison to there but it's unfair i don't know it's one of those things right where it's kind of unfair to the movie because like you need to have a lot of foreknowledge to know that. But I think knowing that, I think it makes the movie more interesting, but continue. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, so, uh, the, the, the boss man turns into a giant shadow monster, punches a hole through reality and dreams and the real world, the waking world are merging to one. And the parade of madness is happening and people are, throwing themselves off buildings and doing all sorts of terrible things. And then Paprika gets sort of mixed up into the whole thing. And her scientist would be boyfriend is a giant windup robot. She needs to save. So they end up doing that. Well, Oh, so at some point Paprika and uh, the scientist at Chan uh, Atsuko, it's, I, I thought it was actually pretty interesting is that when the reality and the dream world were merging, Paprika split herself from her to make two different people running around and doing work. Um, but with like the help of the cop and everything, they, they are able to... Uh, so this part I got a little lost on, but somehow like the spirit of Atsuko was able to create a ghost baby that was able to suck all the darkness away and then yeah i mean ends to another plane of existence i mean i think like you know in the most like broad sense it's it's just paprika right like it's her like she's the way i read it is more like you know and then the whole time they kind of they kind of use uh, at Chan and Paprika as like two separate people, like that's how the movie is introduced. Yeah, like, kind of like, well, they, they didn't I, have to play off each other and like, a, like they have conversations with each other, like it's almost like a split personality. I, I feel like it's just one of those situations where like she she is just the inverse, like they do this a lot in Japanese, shit, a Tyler Durden. She is the inverse of the evil, so she oh, overpowers oh. that evil, like she oh, has more can, and she's also like, whereas the bad guy is basically a tourist in this dream world like 
paprika exists in this world so she's more powerful you know what i mean she's not she has the only connection to the real world is at chan and like you just said they split so it's it you have to do a little bit of you know a little bit of jump there but also one of the most uncomfortable scenes for me because like it's a baby that's like naked and it's kind of weird like, yeah that gets I, real t- i wish like I really wish they could have uh, cut around that somehow because it's it's a baby that grows up. So at one point, it like it's a fifty foot tall, like naked twelve year old. Can we? Yeah. Can we not can we not anime just for like five seconds? Could just be normal for five but, seconds. Like I don't have a problem when it's full grown woman being. It's a little weird. Like I know it's not necessarily sexualized. It's just weird. And I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. There's yeah. a lot. There's some other uncomfortable stuff in this movie too, but it's uh. Yeah, and then I guess all the dream the dream people go away, and Paprika is free to. What was she? She also ran a website that would let you invade dreams or something. Yeah, that part is very strange. Like it's very hard to understand. Like, like it's weird. It's like a website that the cop logs into that he interacts with Paprika, but like they show it like he's like sitting down at the bar. Like it's very weird. But like they cut back to him and he's at his desk. It's kind of a hard thing to like. I that is one of the aspects of like, couldn't you just give him like a VR helmet or give him one of the gray thing? Give him one of the little. It's literally the problem I have with fucking uh, Ready Player. Well, one of the problems I have with Ready Player One, where like people are like, you know, jumping out of windows and shit, and they're just playing like Fortnite. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, that's Paprika. The omnidirectional treadmills. But not everybody has those. In the beginning of the movie, there people are literally just playing on like a normal screen. So it's like, I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, that's Paprika. 90 minutes. That that alone should give it a pretty good score. It's a tight, it's a tight, it's a tight they, 90. They cram a lot into this fucking movie. There is a lot, yeah, there's a lot of techno babble that gets dropped. There's a lot they, of psycho babble. They also uh might as well point this out because I read this today. Uh, Amazon is working on a live action adaptation of this, which is going to be fucking horrible. Like, I can guarantee you it's going to be bad. Um, and it's directed by Ron Howard. No, it's directed by <laughs> the same director of Birds of Prey. I mean, I like Birds I like of that Prey, movie. but <laughs> I watched that movie. I don't know if she's got the chops to do this. Like, I don't know. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, I kind of already said my piece, uh, cause I talked a lot during Gogs of Synopsis, I apologize. Man. Um, but, uh, what did y'all think of this movie? I'm dying. I want to hear, hear Alex's thoughts cause you kind of heard mine as I went through it. This movie is something else. <laughs> uh oh. See, that's not even, no, fucking Alec. He's so, he's, he's, he's an enigma wrapped in a sweater, wrapped in a riddle. Go ahead. Keep going. I still don't know what he's going to say. I don't know if it's positive like, or negative. Uh-uh. Th- like, this movie is... I, when I first started, I was like, oh, it's an hour and a half. Like, yeah, it's, no matter it's, what it is, it's an hour and a half. That's great. Like, I, I can I can deal with that. But, man, uh-oh. it is, like, impenetrable. <laughs> like, trying to... Trying to follow the concepts and the plot while also reading the subtitles, like I found almost impossible. Those subtitles did come fast. Um. Yeah, like I. It, 
I honestly don't know. And I wasn't going to watch it again to like get a better feel for it. But like the animation is beautiful. It's fucking crazy. Like some of the ideas of like the concepts they animate are yeah, I that, don't even know like where you would think think of things like that. that. I'm glad you pointed that out. Like that parade is like so wild. Like it's, the shit it's like, so I, absurd. It's like it's like Alex just said, like it just looking at that, like how do you even think to like draw that shit? Like it's so out of left field. Like it's so all over the place. Like it's wild. Like where does that even come from? Yeah, know? like I think people like for the people at home, like we're talking about it's like refrigerators marching with frogs marching with tory gates marching with samurai and then a, a giant like litter full of dolls like, it but was... it all like wor- it, it all like flows together like it doesn't look like one doesn't look out of place no it's very strange like i don't know how you pull that off like it's it's cr- and then like people's heads are getting bigger like there's a part towards the end where they're having like the the full on parade and like people's like proportions are expanding and like just shit's going like everywhere. Like it's so crazy. Like I can't imagine sitting down and, and we all know like what it takes to animate something. Like, can you imagine all the fucking drawings that they had to do for this? Like it's fucking well, insane. It's fine. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hard to follow, man. Like, it is not an easy movie to to like. I wonder how you'd feel. If you I, I feel like it dub. would take multiple viewings, or maybe the dub might have helped. Um, but jeez, it's a. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> like I can say, I can say that. Um, like I, I don't know. Like the Inception, aside from dream manipulation like that's like the only thing that's the same but i also don't want to give i don't want to give christopher nolan any credit so he definitely ripped it off damn what was it was there another movie in like the 90s where people would do like a shared dreaming thing the cell had that didn't it yeah the cell had that yeah sure are you thinking of maybe flatliners yeah, yeah, but Flatliners isn't about dreaming, is it? It's about dying. no, it's about near death experiences. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's something else. It's definitely original. It's definitely like <laughs> it's definitely not boring. It's more yeah, confusing right? than boring. It's hmm, like there you go. <laughs> all it's got to be. Um. Was this a, a manga or anything, TJ? No, this is this is a wholly original animated film. Was it a hentai? Mm. No, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Khan. I think Khan only did films. I don't think he ever dabbled in manga. And, he only, and this was his last movie before he died. Of he, there was something that came out uh, posthumously that he was involved in, but it was like an anthology thing. But yeah, this is his last movie. Um, and I mean, like the guy, I don't know, the guy, I think the guy, like his, his movies, like I think everything he's, I've seen everything that he made and the guy was just fantastic. Man, died at 46. That and sucks. it was like, it was like stomach cancer. Oh my God. Too. Oh, like, pan- God. Pancreatic cancer. Didn't even but, make it to um, 50. That's awful. Yeah. It, the dude was like upcoming super projects. Perfect blue. 
that's a that movie that so like that's my favorite of his films like that movie is about a idol singer like a like a you know like a j-pop kind of celebrity and it's about her kind of dealing with a stalker but then at the same time kind of like losing grip with reality it's an amazing movie well Um, it's getting ready to be remade well they already did remake it uh and it was called black swan because darren aronofsky tried to buy the rights to it they told him no and he just made black swan which is a pretty bad imitation of um It's one of the, oh. the things that started me on the path of I don't like Darren Aronofsky anymore because like that was like really shitty. Um, but I, I I recommend all his movies. Um, he made a show called Paranoia Agent that's really good. Tokyo Godfathers, uh, Millennium Actress is really good. Perfect Blue is my my favorite. Um, I've actually talked on the show about Memories, which is an anthology movie. Uh, but he made the first part, which is, I think, in my probably opinion, or my in my opinion, is the best short of that. It's about this uh, space crew that like hears this derelict like opera signal, and they go investigate, and it's this like haunted thing. It's fucking awesome. But uh, yeah, fucking R.I.P. to a real one. That guy was fucking amazing. But Gogs, what did you think before we get into five knuckle shuffles? Anything you want to talk about before we get into uh, proper score reviews? I mean, it was it's it it, it was really interesting. Uh, like, I did have to like run it back a few times to make sure that like I grasped the concept because it does move. They do pack a lot into that ninety minutes. And I'm just trying to follow all the ins and outs, and it's a pretty you know a, a decent sized cast of characters you have to follow and figure out and keep track of. Yeah, and um, this this does the classic, and I think like you know we've talked about this before with different foreign movies, but like certain certain films and certain genres have like a language, right? And anime, I think anime because generally they work with lower budgets, and generally um, they put this stuff. They don't release the stuff like theatrical stuff doesn't play as well in Japan, so stuff has to be short. So, like, they cr- always do this kind of, like, shorthand stuff where they cram a lot of shit into a small amount of time. Like, I'm they're, I'm sure there's probably three-hour anime movies, but I don't think I've ever seen one. Mm. Like, they always seem to be very short and, like, to the point. And, like, they jump a lot. So you have to do a lot of work. So. Yeah, this one, this one moves a lot. This one's got a lot of... I guess I I think of all the parts like I was the the parts that threw me the most were the cop parts like I understand yeah. his like repressed like he gave up on being a filmmaker to be a cop but the one dream he keeps having about the dead kid is that never actually really happened and that's no, just the, a the, metaphor for him to like talking about the kid that gets shot yeah that's from his movie that's so that was not oh so his so when that was from, no, they, they, they explain that part. That's from his film. That's from the film he made with his friend. That oh. He, yeah, that never really happened. That was just but, part of the movie. Okay, because even when he's in, like, therapy, it sounds like that's the case he's trying to solve, but it's him in that character still, I guess? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, see, I'm dumb. Now that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like at it, least that's it, how I took it. I, I, I was like, I well, I, I couldn't tell if it was like a repressed memory or if it was just something he generated that was fortunate enough to be able to be used and like as a way to overcome the bad guy at the end. Also, I owe this movie a well, rewatch just while to make we're 
while we're talking about this, the the sequence and they redo it a couple times, but the sequences where he's like jumping in and out of like different movies is fucking amazing. That is pretty cool. <laughs> like, um, it's fucking wild. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's it's something. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna before we get uh, my scores, I'll just say I'm planning on rewatching it because I was like, I, I was watch the I, dub. I mentioned to see if, if that would make you feel any different about it. Uh, and watch Perfect Blue. Uh, watch watch all anime movies. Yeah, I, I will say that as you two are kind of anime neophytes, this is generally considered like one of the greatest anime movies like ever made. Wow. Like, this is right up there with like Akira, like, you know what I mean? And such and Ghost such. And so and so. <laughs> yeah, I guess Ghost in the Show. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right, five knuckle shuffle time. Alan. Um, it's gonna be a six. I'll take it. I couldn't understand it. it. I couldn't understand it enough to give it a higher or lower rating. <laughs> so it gets a six. It's above a five because the animation is like really cool. And you like, remember it. It made an impact on you. Yeah, it's impenetrable. It's impenetrableness acted as armor from a lower score. Yeah, it's a it's impenetrableness saved it from a, from being a failure. Um, saved from damnation by its own <laughs> confusingness. <laughs> but yeah, I've never seen anything like it. I can honestly say, like, in all the movies and all the animated stuff I've seen, I've never quite seen anything like the parade of appliances and toys marching through Tokyo. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Something different. Um, Yeah, six. Gogs. Uh, I am going to give it a seven for mostly the same reasons, except I I think... I tried to dig... I was reading it and digging... When I dug in, I don't know, I ran it back a couple times, but it's still really weird um but it's pretty it's unlike anything i've ever seen uh the voice acting and it's really good i mean i get well i say that it seemed it sounded good it you know it sounded like it had the right inflections and tones since i don't speak japanese i can't tell if they were maybe sounded wooden or sounded weird but it it did uh it delivered the contextual tone for when i was reading to understand everything you don't um, speak Japanese? I do I'm not. Shocked? I thought you did. Yep. You know that's uh, just all I can no. do is my terrible Ken Watanabe. I want. He I doesn't. Know. He doesn't speak it, but he's he's turning Japanese. I think he's I, turning Japanese. I really, I think really so. think so. <laughs> I need to hire like I need to. I'm sure there's like Japanese actors on a uh, cameo. I know. I want to know what, like the Japanese like pronunciation of Gogs would be. Well, that was Gogs, one of the things that Gogzu. I, it was fun listening to all the American word or all the English words that they like. Oh, they I guess they don't have a. Well, they maybe they just don't have a Japanese word for it. Or maybe that's the the general the general consensus, from what I understand, is that a lot of times they use English because it's more like contemporary. Like it's it's something that's a. From what I understand, like old Japanese people get mad at how much like younger people use English in their everyday language because they mm. they just. They've adopted, uh, I think I've even talked about this before, but like um, the word pro wrestling in Japanese is pro resu. And Mm. it's literally just them 
saying pro wrestling like it's 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 just they just that's just the word for it now like mm-hmm. there's probably a closer like literal japanese word for it but they just call it pro wrestling mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is pro wrestling so stuff like that there's a lot of stuff like that in japanese it's fascinating fascinating culture well uh i'm a big weeb from way back big so. big fan of japan i love uh, japan. i will go there one day in my life i uh but yeah, it's a it's it's a seven. It's some it's in it's something else. I will not forget it. I will tell you that much. And I didn't hate it. It's just like it was wild and just kept getting progressively wilder. Like I thought I had my arms around it, and then it just kept getting stranger and stranger. Um, but yeah, all been there after an Applebee's on a Saturday night. Mm, <laughs> TJ, TJ, uh, it's a ten. I I think this movie's a fucking masterpiece. Uh, again, I I do acknowledge that. My, I think that the movie does rely a little bit on your knowledge of like Satoshi Khan. Like, I don't know the part. And I, and I love, you know, there's something that that's been, I've said a million times on the show, but like, I love movies about movies and in a weird way and about like creativity and stuff. And in a weird way, like the, the, a lot of the through line of this movie is about like creativity and like the, like the cop is definitely a character that's like spurned his own creativity and feels like he hasn't, you know, done enough in life. And I can relate to that. Um, But on top of that, like I, I like all the weird science fiction stuff. I wish Sean was here because I think he'd agree with me on this, but I think like all the weird science fiction stuff is really just like window dressing. Like, I don't really think any of that really even matters uh ultimately in this movie like I, I think this movie at least for me this movie is more about like the feel of the movie and like how it kind of flows like it's very dreamlike from start to finish and i think it's a to me it's a movie that just kind of washes over you like i i don't really worry too much about like a lot of the details of the movie um but that that's just how i interpret it um the animation is i mean it's it's incredible i love satoshi khan's character designs like i i kind of miss uh in contemporary anime these days like you don't really get stuff like this anymore and a lot of the like character design work has kind of become like homogenous and you have a lot of the same kind of style like i like khan's work because while it's like still super stylized and you still know it's like anime it doesn't it's not like the the uh, Chiba, like super deformed giant eyes, like big hair, like it, it's got a style. Like it's not just, oh, that's just some anime character. Like I, I don't know. I fucking love this movie. I, I love, um, you know, I, I just there's just so much, so much about this movie that I really fucking love. And uh, this is something I like. Is I, I don't know if I said it recorded or not recorded, but I've, I've probably watched this movie probably half a dozen times. Like I. I perfect dark is still my favorite, but this is probably number two as far as Satoshi Khan goes. Um, it's it's fantastic. I I love it, and I love. Oh, I, I don't think we've mentioned it, but I love the music in this movie too. I think the music is really cool in this movie. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's great. I can't wait to watch the live action version and be horrified at how bad it is because mm. there is literally no way it's going to be any good. I can't even imagine trying to re, re like duplicate. How to, to recreate this shit in live action. Like, this is going to be a prime example of some things just need to stay the medium that they are. 
Because you're not going to be able. How are you going to recreate that dream parade in live action? It's going to look fucking stupid. Is it? Will, look, it just, it'll be all just CGI, and it will be. It's going to be CGI, and it's going to look terrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Now this this is honestly to me this is a masterpiece. Uh, I I fucking love it. So yeah. I I uh, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people say this is a good gateway into anime. I would disagree with that. I think it's a little advanced. But uh, oh I, yeah, this will be a terrible gateway into anime. Yeah, no, I, I would. Yeah, this is. I yeah. think if you want to get into something into anime that's like creative and weird, but a lot of fun, that that movie I talked about uh, a couple months ago, Our Sound, would be a great gateway into anime because um, it's like seventy-two minutes long and it's about like rock music, and that movie's a lot of fun. Also, a movie about creativity. Strangely enough, I found um, Attack on Titan to be pretty uh, approachable. Not a fan. Um, Dragon right. Ball's great. A uh, little decompressed. Uh, Ghost in the Shell is good. You know, stuff like that. Ghost in the Shell, hot take. Uh, live action movie, not bad at all. Uh, no, probably one of the only, probably one of the only good adaptations. And I will die on that hill. It's surprisingly it's not, good. It's not bad at all. It's actually a fun movie and a pretty good adaptation of the source material. And all those people that are like, uh, she should be Japanese. Uh, the model that, that the actual doll that she's based on in the manga. Is based off a Russian woman who is clearly white. So you all don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Shut the fuck up. You know who love white people? Specifically Americans? Japanese people. They fucking love us over there. I don't know why, but they love us. Mm. Every fucking 80s anime is based off of two people. Tom Cruise and Sylvester Stallone. You don't believe me? Go look at it. Go look at fucking Rick Hunter's design. Go look at Fist of the North Star. It's all there. I'm telling you. They love us. I don't know why, but they love us. And I will die on that hill. Mm. Ghost in the Shell is good. Go watch Ghost in the Shell. 100% awesome. agree. Yeah, the Fist of the North Star cover looks just like over the top. Dude, the guy specifically used Sylvester Stallone as fucking reference material. Like, it's not even, like, he wasn't even subtle about it. But yeah, no, it's, it's all there. Like, it, that, that was like one of the, I don't know, the most, like, 2013 things like oh they're whitewashing like anime it's like well not really like okay have you ever watched anime it's like a lot of people that didn't watch anime and a lot of non-japanese people like got a lot of upset over literally nothing like mm-hmm. get over yourselves you know where ghost in the shell did the best the live action movie japan hey there's a huge hit over there <laughs> go figure uh, anyway, all right. So who's who has next week's pick? Is it still the th- we're we're past? We got a new month, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, we got no. one more week. One more week to who watch Army point? of Thieves. No, <laughs> is that what we're watching? My pick would be Rogue One. Who hasn't gone? We we're Both down. Me and Gus, because we skipped a week. Hmm. So do a coin toss. I don't know. How do we figure this out? I don't right. have a coin. All right, all right, all right. Right down. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got. I got a number in my head between one and ten. Whoever gets close, write it down. Because you're gonna make it so we don't have to watch Army of Thieves. No, I'm not. I'll be honest. I don't have a. I don't. Here, hold on. Here, I got. I got my. I made my hand the number. <laughs> I don't have a pen. I'll be honest. I swear to God, if it's close, if you're closer, I'll go with it. All right. Four. All right. Six. 
It was six. Of course it was. Yeah, no, it really was. It really was six. I'm going to watch Army of Thieves anyway. Look, look, well, look. that's your problem. I know. I love Rogue One. I, think I, 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 Rogue I swear One. on my life that it was really six. Alec knows me. Of course it was six. Demo. Demo. Well, that's four. That was a demo. You know, these are horns. Six, six, six. But that's four fingers. Yeah, that's double shocker. All right. So next week, uh, uh, Rogue One. Rogue One, a Star Wars. I'm excited to rewatch. Yeah, same. I love. I remember loving the hell out of that movie. I will remember. I will probably hate the same parts about it that I hated the first time, but I will still like the movie. Yeah, and I hate that Leia, and I hate that Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, so bad. Just get that out of the movie. Maybe, maybe I'll I get my video editor out and cut it out of the movie and put it on the plus. You'll be like, what there happened to those scenes? <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> hey, this movie is so much better now. All right, everybody, that's the show. Don't forget. Oh, you know what? I fucked up. I never. So there might be a weird part in beginning in the beginning of our ratings because if Sean sent a audio thing, I have to clip it in. I forgot to just clip it in little, now. Make a little space. No, I'm You're not going to clip it. In. I'll clip it in the, the beginning or I'll clip it in before we give our ratings. He's so, going to give it. I'll put my money on. He's going to give it a ten, a nine, nine or ten. If he gives it a nine or a ten, it makes it a certified good ass movie. So yeah, it's yeah, a nine. I'm sure 10. it is because he picked it. Yeah, yeah, of course he's going to give it a 9 or a 10. Well, I, mean, I pick stuff I hate. It'd be weird as fuck if he gave it like a 3. He's, like, <laughs> he's, on, he's on this viewing. It's a 4. <laughs> uh, Alright, everybody. That's the show. You know the drill. Eat your own ass. Go Orioles. Go Birds. Oh, yeah. Guys, you got anything to plug? Uh, just his butt. You dirty that, asshole. That, that, yep, just that. My loose stool movements. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you were uh, gross. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>